From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about the power of those first date memories to build emotional and recreational intimacy in your marriage. When we're talking about first dates, there's an anonymous quote that says, I remember our first date, first kiss, and the first time I said I love you. It's a powerful trip down memory lane there when you think about those three things. And this particular episode is only going to focus on the first date, but I bet that some of you have just started thinking about memories of the other two as well. Mm-hmm. And those are really powerful memories. And you know, as we get into this particular episode, we start every episode with a hug. And a hug is actually an opportunity for us to, to celebrate the two of you, to celebrate the journey that you're on in your marriage, to celebrate ideas mm-hmm. that you have that we can share with the one family to say, hey, maybe you want to try this. It worked for them. Why not have it work for you as well? And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family private Facebook group that just started with culinary couple cuisine. Mm. It was much easier to read those three words than it is to say them because those <laughs> that culinary, like culinary couple cuisine. It goes on to say, when dinner time is slowly approaching, it is a very special time for us as a devoted married couple. When we both cook together in our kitchen and both help create a scrumptious and tasty meal together, we find it to be a very bonding experience and fulfilling one as we both sit down and enjoy our shared meals that we both took time and effort to create. We both say grace to God and give each other a sweet kiss and start to dig in and devour our meals. We both choose our favorite wine together, Moscato, to finish off our meal. And then it's time to relax, snuggle, and kiss and say thank you to one another for the food and the couple time. Mm. Oh, but wait, not so fast. Afterwards, it's time to clean up. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love that. I love that celebration. And, and, you know, meals can be one of those times where somebody's just like running to just do something really quick. But, you know, as we're talking about a recreational intimacy, as we're talking about the first date, this couple has taken that meal time and made it really special. Mm -hmm. And, you know, recently Tony had put up a post in the one family private Facebook group and he was asking the question, where did the two of you go? What did you do? Or what did you enjoy on your first date? And um, if you haven't, if you aren't part of the One Family Facebook group, you can always go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash onefamily and uh, join because that's a little, one of the places where we post a lot of questions. But the responses in here got us thinking back again to our first date. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love, I love when we get those questions put out there and you, know, you just start, you start reminiscing or you start getting curious or you start reading what other people are doing because whether it was, you know, the first date, whether you called it a blind date, whether it was the first official date, like some of you said, uh, whatever the dynamics of the setup were, the first is always a significant milestone and holds a lot of meaning mm-hmm. for the two of you. You know, and Elisa and I have the opportunity to share ours often. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for us to be interviewed talking about typically the six pillars of intimacy or one extraordinary marriage or even the six pillars of intimacy conflict resolution. And the individual who's interviewing us will go, well, how do the two of you meet? And so 
over the years, we've got to share this story often. Mm-hmm. And I find it, I find it powerful because we get to, we get to reminisce together through that and, and go back and forth about what Elisa remembers and what I remember and what she thought was funny and what I thought was funny. But have you done that? Mm. When was the last time that you just took a moment with your spouse and said, do you remember our first date? Mm. I mean, pretend that Elisa and I are interviewing you. Wow. And we have you in, you know, we're just doing an audio interview, say, and we just get that opportunity to look at you guys across the screen on Zoom, which is most most ways that uh, these get done, or on Riverside, which is another platform. And we just look at you and we go, hey, you two, tell us about your first date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, in 2015, Pixar had released this movie called Inside Out. Mm-hmm. And one of the themes of this movie is this idea. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I think it's one of the best movies on just like being able to talk about emotions. Side note. But one of the themes of this movie was this idea that we have these core memories inside of us based on our experiences, that you can have a core memory that's happy or sad or angry, and that those memories shape who we are and how we see the world. And, you know, it's all told from this perspective of this little girl, and I'm not going to ruin the story. But what struck me as I was preparing for this particular episode is that it's not just the core memories from our childhood, that every marriage has core memories. And the first date is really an opportunity for you, you know, reminiscing about the first date is really an opportunity for the two of you to revisit the core memories that launched who the two of you are. Because it's true. Um, Tony and I were just being interviewed yesterday. And, and inevitably, at some point in time, the conversation, it comes up. And, and we do laugh because the fact that we even had a first date is... I actually, you know, I don't know that I've ever said it out loud, but it's actually kind of a miracle because I wasn't supposed to be in Boulder, Colorado. Right. I was waitlisted for a summer internship program. Um, Three days before I was supposed to, the program was supposed to start, I get this phone call while I'm, you know, resigning myself to spend summer in Ohio at my parents' house. And the program director said, hey, somebody canceled. Do you want to come? And it literally took all of about 27 seconds for me to think, wow, summer in Ohio, living with my parents or summer at the University of Colorado Boulder. And I remember pulling the phone away from my ear and saying, hey, I need a ride to the airport in three days. And my parents just kind of being like, what just happened? Right. But we get there. We're staying at a fraternity house. Which was the fraternity I was a part of at CU Boulder. And I was the morning cook, the breakfast cook. Yep. And we, we called it, you know, cook and hasher. Hasher is like the cleanup guy. And there was four of us on that team to make sure that the house was taken care of during this program. And throughout the summer, we got to stay there uh, for free room and board, which was a great deal. And so prior to this uh, group of students coming, the directors of the program said, hey, last year you did this and it was sort of awkward. You, you guys were just... You didn't really say much to the students. You just did your thing and, and went on your way. And this year, we just like for you to interact. And so us guys were like, sure, we'll interact. I had just turned 21 and uh, had been, I just got back to the house and ready to get going. And I happened to meet Elisa. And I don't remember exactly where. I think it was on the couch in the living room. I'm pretty sure it was on the couch in the living room. And we just happened to strike up a conversation and get into, you know, as the directors want us, get to know 
the students there, and I think there were other students in in the living room at that time. Oh yeah, it, it, it wasn't was a, like it was just it the was two just, of us. It was a, yeah. just the two of us that first time, and so just struck up a conversation, and and others are there, and we're we're all just sort of talking, and I can just remember just sort of going like, oh, this is a cool gal. Like she's not the kind of girl I've met here at Boulder, and it'd be fun just to get to know her more this summer mm -hmm. because college town. Most of the students do leave, so most of my friends weren't even in town um, or were doing summer internships or whatever they were doing. And so for us, and for me in particular, it was just a fun way to get to meet people. Um, yesterday we got asked, you know, what do, what do I define as success? And one of my, for me, success is the relationships we build. And mm -hmm. looking back, I'm like, oh, well, that's a relationship <laughs> I was building. You are successful. <laughs> you are successful. And yeah. so I, I, I remember that moment. Well, and... You know, so two weeks later, Tony, you know, we've spent a lot of time together. Tony two weeks, throws yeah. me um, a kegger for my birthday party yep. for my birthday. And then not at the house at my buddy's yeah, apartment. Somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were not in violation of any fraternity rules at that point in time. Uh, you know, and after that, he asks me out on our first date. Yep. So we kissed. Yeah. So that on her birthday. Quote, yeah, we did it out of order. We, we kissed at. On her birthday, her twentieth birthday. So I'll always remember that date. Yeah, that's and, helpful. And then after that, I asked her out on our first date. I don't remember. Neither one of us remembers the exact date, but I do remember. He mm -hmm. said, "I want to take you out to first walk." I still, to this day, since it was summer in Boulder, I don't know why or how we thought we needed to get dressed up for our first date. I, I can't remember. I don't know why that was either. But we got dressed up. Like I dressed up. Like I had a black suit. Um, Wait. We're going to make, and I'm sure many of you have seen this picture, but we'll make sure to to post it around the time that we release this episode as well. But it, it was like, I'm wearing a black suit, white shirt, a tie. And this is, this is late June. Late June at in this Boulder. Point. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, so it's hot. And Elisa's wearing a full length black dress. Yeah. I mean, it was the mid nineties. So grace when you see the picture. <laughs> And we look like we're going to a funeral, you guys. We look like we're going to a funeral. Literally. And if you, when you see the picture, just remember, there's a lot of humility in posting a picture that looks like this because it wouldn't exist today. It's a horrendous picture. It's totally washed out. Eyes have open all the things. 29 I, years ago. I love the fact that this picture still exists because it's the, the picture of that memory. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we go to first walk, this Asian restaurant right down there by Boulder Creek. And now keep in mind, we're also college students. So not a lot of money. And we order a poo-poo platter. After we had a flaming volcano, flaming volcano had alcohol in it, lit on fire, like all the things. But we get this poo-poo platter and Tony picks up a spring roll, first date. And uh, it was hot. Like they brought <laughs> that poo-poo platter out. It was so dang hot. I grabbed that spring roll because I was hungry at that point in time because we had walked down to. Well, and I also took like an extra hour to get ready for my and date. She took, and yeah. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was an ordeal at that point in time. So I'm hungry. Like I'm, I'm like, let's eat. And I grabbed this, this spring roll. And it's so hot, I, I just, I let go of it. I'm like, oh my God. And it drops on my plate and I'm like, oh great. And then it just happened to jump out of my plate onto the ground. It was literally a spring roll. Like <laughs> it, it sprung. It sprung. <laughs> it sprung. And we were eating outside under this big tree that had like clearly littered the ground. So not. Right next to Boulder Creek, the not, beautiful I mean, area. it was fabulous. But so he picks up the poo-poo platter and says something about. Not the, the, the spring, spring roll. And says something about five second rule and eats it and i'm just like sitting there across the table from him just laughing and that was that was the first date mm -hmm. 
And we still, we still have the picture. Whenever we're back in Boulder, we typically, you know, we'll try and either get by Tony's fraternity house, which is now a different fraternity, or get down to Boulder Creek. We've, we have been by what was first walk. It's mm-hmm. no longer first walk. And the last time we went by there, there wasn't even a restaurant there. It was empty. Yeah, was, the space was, was vacated. The, the, the space had been vacated for some time, it looked like. so. But it, that was our first date. That was ours, yes. And, and what was really neat was, you know, all of you started to share what you did on your first date. You know, so many powerful things like, you know, go. I love this one that was like talking about dinner and a movie and then talking till 2 a.m. at a 24-hour cafe. Or, you know, little things like going to Ikea. Mm-hmm. which I, I was like, oh, I never thought about going to Ikea. Um, stargazing at the lake. One couple said that they went on a romantic picnic and they recreate it every year. Mm. And, and, you know, it was funny that this one came up because somebody said in college, we watched a surgical procedure and then we went to Wendy's and <laughs> which, which, just... which was a whole thing in and of itself. But then we met somebody yesterday we met this dentist and he was telling us about how he and his wife met in dental school uh, in the anatomy lab over the cadavers. And I was like, oh my gosh. So this is like a whole medical school thing because I've now heard it twice in like two days. Yeah. Um, you know, people talked about doing dinner in a movie and still having the ticket stub 20 plus years later. A charity walk and then brunch, snowboarding, the aquarium, bowling coffee shop, double date with friends, firework displays at the radio station he worked for. I mean, the list goes on and on. I do have to, I have to share one more. Yeah. I do have to share one more because this was so good. We were 15 and 16 and my dad dropped me off at the movies, Peter Pan specifically. Wow. And then we went to a restaurant for chocolate pie after as a wedding gift. This is how those memories are so powerful. As a wedding gift, I gave him a keepsake copy of Peter Pan, the book and our baby's nursery was Peter Pan themed. Hmm. That's really cool. That's the power of yes. of those memories and what they do. And it's not just it's not just what you did. It's also how they made you feel, mm-hmm. and how they made you feel back then will still make a difference in that connection between the two of you. Now we want to talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to fifty, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about 
taking that trip, going on that journey down memory lane, reflecting on your first date. And, you know, one of the, the things that I saw repeatedly in the responses was, you know, so many of you talked about the conversations Mm. that you had the the hand holding the kisses the laughter listening to one another feeling like you were listened to and and this concept that time just disappeared because the two of you felt so connected yeah and i think this is where the power is in going back and talking about our first date it's that emotional connection Mm -hmm. it's our emotional intimacy it's that closeness and connection it's a way for us to bridge the gap we may be feeling right now in a way for us to be able to open up around something, even though we may be in the midst of a turmoil mm-hmm. or tough times or even good times in our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's that memory that brings us back to a place. And again, it brings us back to that feeling, that emotion. I mean, I can close my eyes and I can remember that. Do I remember every detail? It's been 29 years. No, I don't. But I remember the feeling. Mm. I remember the moment. I remember the places. And every time I get to share that, and every time I get to, to share that with Elisa, or we get to go back and do the, and see that area, or go to Boulder. And, and even the last time we went to Boulder in April, we took our daughter to the fraternity house. And, and just you know took her there and said, that's where we met, Abby. That's where mm-hmm. your mom and I you know, came to this place where 29 years later, we're still together. Yeah. And it, it brings back the place of like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for what's ahead, but I need to get back to those feelings. I got to get to those emotions again. And so when you do do this, take some time, mm-hmm. think through it. Like what was enjoyable? Believe me, not every single step of the way was fantastic. I mean, like Elisa said, she was an hour behind. I was a little. I kind of glossed over that. Yeah, I was. I was a little frustrated. I'm like, what is this girl doing? To to in my defense, I was going to say to be honest, but in my defense, there was a small internship group. There were only like twenty of us, and me going on like an official date that summer was kind of. It was like the highlight. And it was so a big all, deal. It was a big deal. And so all the girls wanted like, you know, hair and makeup and all of this. So they were like, they were having a lot of fun prepping me, which you couldn't actually tell from looking at the picture. When we show you guys the picture, you won't actually be able to tell that they spent t- so much time because I'm so washed out. But <laughs> I looked amazing in the moment, in real life, just not in the picture. Right. And it just, again, it just took time. And so, but there's still some times of frustration in that we, we bring that up because it is part of that first date. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't all, and I don't even remember personally, I don't even remember how the first date ended. I, I remember up to first walk and being at first walk, but I think about after that, I don't even know what we did. That's and I'm so looking funny. at you because you're, you have this quizzical look on your face too, because the spring roll was pretty much the end of the date. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got up and walked. No, I, it's, it's funny that, that that is where that memory ends. And yet that's enough. I'm, I'm sure we went back to the house. I'm sure we well, kissed. Well, clearly we're here. So we would have had to have gone back to the house at well, some point in time. Well, no, yeah. no, I understand that. But I don't like, I don't remember us kissing right. after 
that first date. And and they say that first kiss is like the, the first kiss you have with somebody that there's an imprint of it. Which is why we have that is separate from our first date. Right. Not intentionally. Like it wasn't like we were so, you know, intellectual that we separated those two things. Um, it was just timing wise. that they Right. Absolutely. But, I, but I'm just even saying like, if that's where you get to and that's your memory of your first date, then, then so be it. I, mm-hmm. I again, that's where it, it, that's where it ends for for me because I'm going. I really don't remember after the spring roll incident, other than we had an amazing time. I remember it being a beautiful day in Boulder. Mm-hmm. It's the evening. I, I remember hearing the creek. I remember us having conversation, and yet it wasn't like. Well, that whole date ended in us, you know, going down to Pearl Street or walking around and hold, like, I don't remember us holding hands. I don't remember us kissing at the end of the night. I don't, none of that comes to me and that's okay. Cause it doesn't come to either of us. So nobody's, <laughs> nobody's like, well, I wish to- it would come to one of us so we could remember what, what happened after that. Obviously, obviously we are here at this point in time. So the, so the relationship progressed, which at that point in time was a summer fling. We had said that. We had said that. Our, our our summer of 94 was a summer fling. This was this was a date. This was our first date of that summer. But at the end of the summer, Elisa and I both knew that we were we were ending this relationship. It wasn't going to go beyond that. She was going to go back to Indiana and I was going to finish up school in Colorado. And we knew we didn't want to do a long distance thing. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. Famous last words. 29 years later. We're here, but here's what here's what the words you used about your first date. Yeah, you guys talked about you know having that feeling of desire, being excited, being happy to be with this other person. A lot of you talked about feeling nervous. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yep. 100%. Even like, though I had kissed Elisa, I was still nervous. Yeah, I, you know, like how's this going to go? So many of you talked about how it felt natural, the joy that you had. And spending time wonder over how the two of you came together and what would what this might be leading to. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Most of us don't know on a first date with our spouse that it was the first date that was going to get us married. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea when Tony and I went to first walk that we would be here behind the microphones 29 years later talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even envision. I-, I was just happy to get through the spring roll. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it was the highlight of my night. Um, you know, Many of you talked about the fun that the two of you had, how this person that you were with was intentional, Mm. how the two of you felt connected and comfortable. Some of you used words like I felt safe. I felt cared for. Somebody talked about, um, I can't, it was a repair. I think it was either the water heater or something with a car. I can't remember because there were just a few different ones where, you know, things got taken care of on that first date where you're just like, Oh my gosh, who is this person? And you know, it's, it's not just remembering the facts, like what happened, what did we do, that type of thing. Because that's that's an important part. Mm-hmm. But more important than the facts of the first date, what were the emotions that you experienced? Because those powerful emotions, you know, my coaching clients know I talk about the emotion wheel all the time. We're constantly talking about emotions, like what are you feeling? What's that experience? And don't just reserve the first date emotions for, you know, if this happened, you know, two years ago or 40 years ago, bring them into the present. Start thinking about ways that the two of you can recreate 
not necessarily the experience, although, like I said, you know, a couple of you said, yeah, we, we redo our first date every year, which I think is amazing. Um, maybe you're not recreating the actual experience, but what can you do to recreate those emotions? Mm-hmm. How do you, through your emotional and your recreational intimacy, get into this place of saying, we're going to be intentional and I'm going to work to create in my spouse those feelings of connection or being smitten or the wonder at what's to come or the fun or mm-hmm. the joy. Like, Nobody said that marriage life had to be dull and boring and just routine. You have an opportunity with your recreational intimacy, with pulling all of those emotions into the present to say, hey, I'd like to take you out on a date. Let's do this thing. Mm. And bring, bring into where you are right now into your present the same intentionality that you had that first time. Ladies, if it's going to take you two hours to get ready, then then let them know it's going to take you two hours to get ready because you're doing that. In hindsight, it would have been really good to tell Tony. Um, you know, if there's a special place that you want to go, make it a special night or a special day. Do something that reminds the two of you, hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is how we celebrate ourselves. And if it's been a while or those emotions like Tony was talking about earlier, you know, maybe it's been a while and you aren't feeling it. I'll tell you what I told some coaching clients a while back. Give yourselves permission to go on a second first date. Mm. Give yourselves permission to start, to start together, to, to be intentional and, and to discover. And this is probably one of the most powerful things that you can remember about the first date. On that first date, you were in a place of discovery. You were curious about the person. Like, I, I remember Tony and I just talking to you. Know, like, I can't remember what we talked about, but I remember, you know, like just wanting to know how he was going to answer a question, like what he was going to say, like, how do I get to know you more? I, I remember when they brought the flaming volcano and we're just staring at this thing, you know, just, just imagine it's alcohol and it's, silliness. The, c- and, the center is on fire. Yeah, it's on fire, whatever. And, and I just remember looking across the table at him and laughing that this is what we were going to do, right? That, that we were in this place and it's, there's been a lot of life in between, you know, Tony and I, I mean, 29 years since we went on that first date, we've had a lot of life. I would go on another first date with this guy in a heartbeat and I could easily as we, even as I'm hearing that list of emotions that you all talked shared with us and we, we've been talking about, I know that if we were intentional about another first date, we could bring all of those emotions into where we are 29 years later. And I believe the same is true for the two of you. I think to make it and top it all off, we'd have to wear those same outfits. Uh, um, we don't actually still have those clothes, babe. <laughs> we'd have to go to the thrift shop to find them. Or something similar. Oh my yes. gosh. Oh my gosh, that would be really fun. Uh, so here's the thing. Those would be great pictures in the one family Facebook group. It would. There you go. For all of you listening, recreate your first date. Take pictures, post it in the fam- uh, the one family private Facebook group. I think it would be amazing. And, and that's another thing too. Reminisce. Go back. Go see it. You know, the twenty our 25th anniversary of our first date, we got to go back to Boulder. Mm-hmm. We were back in Boulder in April. We go do that now. We, 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 we remember those things because it brings joy. And, and it, it allows us to even share our story with our children and, mm-hmm. and others. And that encourages others and brings hope 
to mm-hmm. others. And so you'd be surprised at your willingness to look at and discover and, and remember that first date, what it could do for so many other folks that are around you. Mm. So this week, go out there and just have that conversation. And if you're, if you're struggling, like I said, when we started the episode, think about like Elisa and I just being across from you mm. and just asking the two of you, what was your first date like? What did you do? Share that with us mm-hmm. because we're curious to know how you started your marriage journey. So with that, go tackle your emotional intimacy, go tackle your recreational intimacy and share it with us. We want to hear your hugs. So send us an email to hugs at one extraordinary marriage.com and let us share with others here in the one family, how listening to the podcast, how being part of the one family has transformed your life in your marriage. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.